Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ask Alika on a roll with the killer case studies. Doing another one today, doing a killer case study on Beats by Dre. Now, this is one of my favorite companies, not because of the product, but because of how they have marketed themselves. Um, now, Beats by Dre was acquired a couple of years back for $3 billion, I think it was. And uh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So let's start with the history of Beats by Dre. It was started in 2008 by a gentleman named Jimmy Iveen. I think it is Jimmy Iveen and Dr. Dre himself, Mr. Cool. Okay. So 2008, they started this company. How did it start? Well, Jimmy Iveen, Dr. Dre, they owned a record company called Interscope Records. Interscope. I mean, they've got heaps of artists under them, right? Let me just read out a few of these artists. Eminem is one of them. You also have Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, Machine Gun Kelly, Lady Gaga, Selena Gomez. You have Zed, um, Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, Tupac was once under them. There's just heaps of artists. Heaps of good artists are under Interscope. They, Gwen Stefani is another one. They did really well in the early 2000s and then something happened. Um, streaming happened. <laughs> Piracy happened. So Jimmy Iovine, who is a very intelligent guy, around 2007, 2008, he realized, sorry, around 2006, 2007, he realized that CDs were going to die. So he was trying to find ways around it. He was trying to find a solution for that because he's a forward-thinking man, right? So what he did was he created two things. He created a streaming service. So Beats is actually a streaming service. Um, it's subsequently been bought over by Apple. And he also created the Beats by Dre headphones. Okay, so he created those two things, which is quite smart because you've got hardware and you've got software. And Beats by Dre formed in 2008. Now, having Dr. Dre in the mix is a great idea. It's always going to give you leverage because he has a strong personal brand. He is known as Cool. Jimmy Iovine is known as the marketing slash brain slash business head. And Dr. Dre is known as the cool guy with all the connections, the cool guy with the personal brand, uh, ex-rapper dude or rapper dude. Um, you know, he came out of the NWA group. So it's a really good partnership. And they started 2008. And they've done phenomenally well to the point where Apple bought over them for $3 billion recently, a few years back. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why they did well in terms of the, their marketing strategy. There's a few elements of their marketing strategy that are awesome. And I'm going to go through a few of those points. Now, let's start with influencer marketing. So, Jimmy Ivey and Dr. Dre. They have a lot of connections because they, they have a lot of artists under them, right? So what they did apparently was every time an artist would come and record with them, with Dr. Dre, for example, Dr. Dre would ask them to take a pair of Beats headphones and he would ask them to use them and to promote them, right, as a favor to him. And they would do that, right? So you had people like Gwen Stefani going to uh, doing interviews, right, on, on the television and she would promote the Beats by Dre headphones. Then you have Lady Gaga doing the same thing. And you have all these artists, Snoop Doggy Dog, you know, all these guys promoting Beats as a favor 
to Dre and Jimmy Iovine. So, you know, the first lesson really is leverage off your connections. Everyone's got connections, whether you're in B2B or B2C, you have connections, just like these guys have connections. Even though these guys have connections that are worldwide celebrities, it's still the same thing. Connections are connections. Um, And so, you would have all these artists walking around with Beats by Dre headphones and they would be snapping pictures of themselves with the headphones and posting pictures on Instagram, posting videos on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So, that really got things started and you can do that as a local business. Okay, so in the B2B land, there's actually a lot that people can do, right? So one thing I do is I take selfies with other influential business people in the B2B space. That's my, that's my market, B2B. And so I take pictures with influential art, you know, accountants, uh, lawyers, you know, other service providers, IT people, like whoever in the business community who I respect who has an influence, I will try to take selfies with them. I'll try to do podcast interviews with them. I will promote them and they will promote me. And that's an awesome way to get the word out there about your business and about you. So it's very relevant. Beats by Dre did this really well. Number two, PR marketing. Similar to Red Bull, these guys are awesome at PR marketing. They obviously promote uh, the Beats by Dre product at events, concerts, things like that. But there's two events that they did really well in. Okay, the 2008 Olympics where LeBron James and his posse rocked up to the events with Beats by Dre headphones on. And that was a viral marketing campaign. The Dream Team is obviously respected by so many people around the world. That got a lot of buzz for Beats by Dre. And that was in 2008 when they first started. So that really kickstarted them. So obviously, Dr. Dre used his leverage with LeBron James and then LeBron James got his teammates to wear the headphones. Um, 2012 Olympics in London. Now, this was an even cleverer campaign uh, where Dre actually architected to have heaps of different athletes wearing the headphones from Michael Phelps to the basketball team to long jumpers, high jumpers, track and field, swimmers, um, you know, all sorts of sports. All these athletes rocking up with Beats by Dre and so many people wore Beats headphones that uh, the Olympic brand police actually had to, they tried to shut it down. And, and that was great. That was great PR because they tried to shut it, the whole thing down and get people to stop wearing them. But that gave the whole campaign even more buzz. Uh, and that gave Beats by Dre even more coverage, right? Because more people are talking about Beats by Dre. So they're really good at PR marketing. And how do you apply that to local business? Well, I find event marketing really good, right? Just create an event, invite people to it that are influential and in your audience, right? Get them to invite other people. Have an event, whether it's in your office or in in another place. Um, Have like a seminar talk where you're up there or one of your people are up there talking about a topic related to your industry. Get some food, get some catering, um, host it really well. Boom, there's your event. Likely you'll get business out of it, okay? And do events regularly, okay? And then join other events that are good, Become a sponsor of other events. I'm really big on sponsoring events. Um, It's good for B2B and B2C. It works for both. Now, let's look at number three, storytelling. They're really good at storytelling. So, I don't think it's a coincidence that they created. I don't think there's, there's no connection between the Beats by Dre products and the movie Straight Outta Compton. I think Dre is too smart for that. 
Okay, I think Dre created the movie because yes, it's a personal thing to him. Yes, it's a fun project, but also because it's a great business move. Okay, so creating that movie and getting a buzz around it meant that it would amplify the Beats by Dre brand and he could sell more headphones, simple as that, and get more uh, people onto a streaming service. So, you know, the whole movie was a great storytelling tactic. Now, how do you apply that to to your local business? Okay, you don't want to make a movie, even though I think that's a good idea. You can make a budget movie on your iPhone. If you don't, if you don't, if you can't do that because that's not practical, well, the way you do your ads is really important. Every single advertisement, every single post must be done uh, with an angle of storytelling craft, with the angle of having a really good story. Okay, craft stories. Don't just push product and just say for sale or buy my product or we're the best. You know, like the ads that work best for me and the posts that work best for me are um, some of them. Uh, one of one of the themes that works really well for me is uh, my songs that I do. So I'll actually write a song based on a pop song. I'll change the lyrics around and I'll make it relevant to digital marketing. I'll record a song. I'll shoot the song, and from start to finish, the song lyrics are actually telling a story about something, right? So. You know, one uh, song that I did was uh, based off Sean Mendes, Sean Mendes, Sean Mendes's song "Treat You Better." He was singing about a girl and about how he could treat that girl better than her current abusive boyfriend. Okay, so I changed the words around to to say, "I will treat you better than your current digital marketing agency that is abusive to you," <laughs> and um, sang the song, shot it put some storytelling magic into it and man, that went through the roof, right? I got so much engagement. I got leads from it. I got heaps of people talking about it. Boom, 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 boom. A little bit more work to do but my gosh, got me heaps of um, engagement, heaps of credibility, heaps of branding and even leads, direct leads from it. Okay, I'm not saying do a song but whatever you do, try to put it, you know, skits are another one. I did a skit called What, uh, what People Don't Say About Their Digital Marketing Agency and it went off. People loved it. So much engagement, credibility, and even leads, and it told a story. Okay, so storytell straight out of Compton is a great storytelling example. Um, okay, the last thing I want to talk about, and probably the most interesting, is actually they use Beats use interactive social media marketing. So they use a lot. Of, they use a lot of guerrilla tactics with their social media marketing, just like. Any other great company that is modern and forward-thinking, they are really good with their social media, Instagram, all of that stuff. But um, what they did a step further is after they made the movie Straight Outta Compton, they actually created an app called Straight Outta Somewhere where people could actually type in the name of their hometown, Straight Outta Kareen, Straight Outta Sydney, Straight Outta Perth, Straight Outta Balcatta, Straight Outta Canning Vale, whatever, right? Um, and they had a website, right, that was sponsored by Beats by Dre and people could do the same thing on the website, okay? And it was a meme generator and people would even have T-shirts with, you know, straight out of their hometown on the T-shirt. So, that went viral and that was awesome. Great branding for Beats because all of it was sponsored by Beats. Uh, and then you have the straight outer hashtag, which has been used, I think, geez, 300,000 times on Instagram, which is a massive amount. And that is 
oh, and that was two years ago. So it's probably, you know, five to 600,000 times that that hashtag has been used now. Okay, and you have a lot of celebrities using that hashtag and you have a lot of, you know, normal, normal Joes using that hashtag. So those are some of the examples. Um, so sorry, that, so those are some examples of awesome interactive social media marketing, not just social media marketing, keeping it interactive. So number one, influencer marketing, they went gangbusters on that. PR marketing, really clever, especially with the Olympics, the two Olympics in 2008 and 2012. Number three, really great at storytelling. They don't just push ads, they tell stories. Number four, really great with their interactive social media marketing with their straight out of somewhere campaign and with their straight out of hashtags. Brilliant. And how could you, oh, sorry, number four, with the interactive social media marketing, you can do the same thing, right? Whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, asking questions is always good because it gets engagement. People love to answer questions. Multi-choice questions, um, Instagram stories, you can have questions now to keep people engaged. Really good for B2C, even good for B2B. On LinkedIn, uh, whether you're B2C, B2B, ask questions about a topic. I've seen financial advisors do it, you know, it's quite a dry subject and I've seen financial advisors say, what do you think about the latest rules on blah, 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 blah and people love to answer. So whether it's B2C, B2B, you can keep things interactive by asking questions, using polls, using multi-choice questions, using surveys, um, yeah, not as hard as you think, okay? And, and obviously, creating your own hashtags is good as well. Okay, I've got the killer case study hashtag. Um, so look, those are four things that I'll leave with you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend until next Tuesday. Peace.